This is the news from the Lord. Hello, America. This is Jeffrey Lord with another edition of the Did He Really Just Say That? The Word of the Lord. So, Vice President Harris wants to talk about slavery? Great. I'll oblige in a minute. But first, by now you've all heard me talk about my pillow, and now our friend Mike Lindell has done it again by introducing his new my slippers. Mike has taken over two years to develop the slippers. They're designed to wear indoors or outdoors all day long, and I do. They're made with my pillow foam and impact gel to help prevent fatigue, and they're made with quality leather suede. For a limited time, Mike is offering 40% off his new my slippers. The my slippers are so comfortable that you will want to get some for the whole family. So go to mypillow.com and click on the radio listeners square and use promo code Jeff. You will also get deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the Giza Dream bed sheets, the MyPillow mattress topper, and MyPillow towel sets. Or call 800-606-1043 and use promo code JEFF. Now, the other day, Vice President Kamala Harris, speaking to the NAACP about abortion, said this. We know, NAACP, that our country has a history of claiming ownership over human bodies, unquote. Which is to say, she was, of course, talking about slavery. We know, NAACP, that our country has a history of claiming ownership over human bodies. Well, now, since she brought it up, here's a question. When will Democrats Joe Biden and Kamala Harris apologize for, yes, indeed, their party's support of slavery? Let's take a stroll down the memory lane of American history and recall the following about the Democratic Party with an emphasis on what Vice President Harris and Joe Biden forget to mention. Uh, She doesn't mention the number of Democratic Party platforms that supported slavery. There were six. I've read them all, from 1840 to 1860. She doesn't mention the number of Democratic presidents who owned slaves. There were seven, from 1800 to 1861. She doesn't mention the number of Democratic Party platforms that either supported segregation outright or were silent on the subject. There were 20, from 1868 to 1948. She doesn't mention Jim Crow, as in Jim Crow laws, nor does she admit the role Democrats played in creating the Jim Crow laws. These were the post-Civil War laws passed enthusiastically by Democrats that segregated public schools, public transportation, restaurants, restrooms, and public places in general, everything from water coolers to beaches. The reason civil rights heroine Rosa Parks became famous is that she sat in the front of a whites-only bus, The whites-only designation, yes, indeed, the direct result of Democrats. Harris does not mention either the close ties between the Democrats and the Ku Klux Klan. The Klan, according to Columbia University historian Eric Foner, became, quote, a military force serving the interests of the Democratic Party, unquote. Nor does she note University of North Carolina historian Alan Trelease's description 
of the Ku Klux Klan as the, quote, terrorist arm of the Democratic Party, unquote. Imagine that. She doesn't mention the fact that Democrats in Congress opposed the 13th, 14th, and 15th Amendments to the Constitution. The 13th banned slavery. The 14th effectively overturned the infamous 1857 Supreme Court Dred Scott decision made by Democrat pro-slavery Supreme Court justices by guaranteeing due process and equal protection to former slaves. The 15th gave black Americans the right to vote. Democrats opposed all of that. She doesn't admit the fact that Democrats opposed the Civil Rights Act of 1866. It was passed by the Republican Congress over the veto of Democratic President Andrew Johnson. The law was designed to provide blacks with the right to own private property, sign contracts, sue and serve as witnesses in a legal proceeding. She doesn't mention either the Democrats' opposition to the Civil Rights Act of 1875. It was passed by a Republican Congress and signed into law by Republican President Ulysses Grant. The law prohibited racial discrimination in public places and public accommodations. She doesn't mention the Democrats' 1904 platform, which devotes a section to, quote, section, sectional and, ra- and racial agitation, unquote, with Democrats claiming the Republican Party's protest against Democrat support for segregation and the denial of voting rights to American blacks sought to, quote, revive the dead and hateful race and sexual animosities in any part of our common country, unquote, which in turn, said the Democratic platform, means confusion, distraction of business, and the reopening of wounds now happily healed, unquote. She doesn't mention the four Democratic platforms from 1908 to 1920 that are silent on blacks, segregation, lynching, and voting rights as racial problems in the country mount. By contrast, the Republican platforms of those years specifically address, quote, rights of the Negro, unquote, in 1908, oppose lynchings in 1912, 1920, 1924, and 1928, and as the New Deal kicks in, speaks out about the dangers of making black Americans, quote, wards of the state, unquote. She makes no reference to the DC, to the DNC-sponsored Democrat Convention of 1924, known to history as, yes, the Klanbake. The 103 ballot convention was held in Madison Square Garden in New York City. Hundreds of delegates were members of the Ku Klux Klan. The Klan so powerful that a plank condemning Klan violence was defeated outright. To celebrate, the Klan staged a rally with 10,000 hooded Klansmen in a field in New Jersey directly across the Hudson from the side of the convention. It was attended by hundreds of cheering convention delegates, the rally featuring burning crosses and calls for violence against African-Americans and Catholics. She doesn't mention the fact that it was Democrats who segregated the federal government of the United States, specifically at the direction of President Woodrow Wilson upon taking office in 1913. She doesn't mention that the United States Navy was segregated by the Secretary of the Navy in Woodrow Wilson's administration, who was an open and devout segregationist. She doesn't mention the fact that Democrats created the Federal Reserve Board, passed labor and child welfare laws, and created Social Security with Woodrow Wilson's New Freedom and Franklin Roosevelt's New Deal, but as the result of an agreement to ignore segregation and the lynching of blacks. 
She certainly never mentions the thousands of Democrats who served as local officials, state legislators, state governors, U.S. congressmen, and U.S. senators, all who were elected as supporters of slavery and then segregation between 1800 and 1965, 165 years. Nor does she mention the deal with the devil that left segregation and lynching as a way of life in return for election support for three post-Civil War Democrat presidents, Grover Cleveland, Woodrow Wilson, and Franklin Roosevelt. And she certainly never mentions that three-fourths of the opposition to the 1964 Civil Rights Bill in the U.S. House came from Democrats, or that 80% of the nay votes on the bill in the Senate came from the Democrats. And certainly there is no reference to the fact that the opposition included future Democratic Senate leader Robert Byrd of West Virginia, a former Klan member, and Tennessee Senator Albert Gore Sr., the father of future Vice President Al Gore. And last, but certainly not least, she never mentions the fact that Birmingham, Alabama Public Safety Commissioner Bull Connor, who infamously unleashed dogs and fire hoses on civil rights protesters in Birmingham in 1963, was, in fact, yes, indeed, both a member of the Democratic National Committee and the Ku Klux Klan. So, you would think with this record, both Joe Biden and Kamala Harris would want to apologize to the American people on behalf of their Democratic Party. In fact, you might think they would offer for their party to pay reparations to black Americans. But no, only silence. There will be no apology from Biden and Harris for their party's support of blatant racism, much less will they be offering to host reparation fundraisers with all those rich Democrat donors. Instead, they will just continue to play the race card and hope no one notices. We noticed. For the word of the Lord, this is Jeffrey Lord. Stop by my website, thejeffreylord.com, to catch up on the news and views. Thanks for coming, and see you next time. <music>